Alright, so what do you got here? Uh, so, I, uh, so, so what I did was, um, I didn't fudge with the original, uh, characters. Mm. So I, every, everything that you handed me on these two sheets are the same. Alright. Uh, first page is, uh, Monterey Jack, the wizard. I love the strength five. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the second page is the, is Bill E. Baker. Because he was called Billy. So it's Bill E. Baker. Because he was a, a baker. Yeah. Elephant baker. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So what, what is uh, Billy's class? Billy's a warrior. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. What do you think of the warrior class? I don't know yet. And, uh, I have an ECC. I haven't played it yet. So yeah, it's so you, made it. you made the character. Well, it's... I don't know. It'll be, a, it'll be exciting. I mean... I mean, you could have made him a, a thief. Which was what I was thinking about making the wizard into a thief, actually. Uh, but I decided, oh. nope, I'm a wizard. And the elephant has a five in intelligence, so he was not going to be the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to fall a lot into what you decide as the judge um, for heroic deeds. Uh, and, of course, what I roll. Mighty deeds. Mighty deeds. Uh, and, of course, obviously, what I roll, because yeah. you got to roll well, three what, or higher. Like, well, what head. do you think about the mighty deeds, like, uh, instead of just a standard, you know, plus one to combat every level? Oh, yeah. I, 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 think, I think that's neat. It, 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 um, I like it. Uh, it's different. Um, well, and your one, die goes up, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think per, per level it goes up a die. This is one I have. Oh, yeah, that's why it's all tabbed out. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I have two copies of the rule book. This is my table book, and then I have the super fancy, oh, awesome The, the gold leaf one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my home book. That's the home book. Uh, yeah, right here, uh, where it says... Uh, yeah, it goes every, up. Yep, every, every, yeah, every level goes up to D3, D4, D5, D6. Yeah, but the, in order to accomplish your uh, mighty deed... You only get a three, right? you got to get a three or higher. Yeah. Yeah. But you start off with a D3, so it would be tough first level, but I'm going yeah. to be trying to do it every single time. <laughs> the, the more you get up... And from what I've been reading, the because uh, we've never we never played higher than first level. Yeah, that was I, a, we haven't even gotten out of first level. And that was a total party kill yeah. on a level zero adventure. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, but from what I understand, survivability increases tenfold per level. level. <laughs> tenfold per it, it increases the higher levels you, walk, yeah. you go. Which, yeah, I mean, that, that does make a lot of sense that it would do that. Man, I, I, really, I'd just like to play adventures like episodically because mm-hmm. it's we're all old you can't do campaign anymore yeah. sucks yeah 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 but the uh unless we all quit our jobs that <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get a hold of what's that what's that quit our jobs and get rid of our families who's the guy who uh, started no stew He's here. He's here in Columbus. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think he's out of uh, up north somewhere. I did not uh, know that was based in Columbus. He's he had he did a TED talk. The guy from Gnome Stew did a TED talk. Yeah. About what? Gnomes. Uh, role playing games. <laughs> I can't remember the guy's name. <laughs> Anyways, though, um, what were we getting? At? I don't even know what we're getting. At. Uh, oh. Uh, how hard it is to have a campaign anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I read about Gary yeah. Gygax. Oh. Played. Hallelujah. Say the name again, brother. In his 30s. Played seven days a week. Sometimes multiple times a day. No no problems. He would say people would just, I worked out of the house, people would just come over, which I'd get finished with whatever I was doing, and we'd start gaming. And I'm like, fuck you, Gary Gygax. <laughs> Well, you Who know, do you think though, you are now. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me put that into perspective for you. Um, I spoke with Larry Elmore. It was Larry Elmore. I, I always get the two other guys, those two guys mixed up. They did a lot of the D and D artwork. Anyways, it was pretty sure it was Larry Elmore. 
Anyways, talked to him at uh, Origins two years ago, maybe. And uh, we were talking, and, you know, I was talking about how I got into D&D, and, you know, probably just the same spiel that everybody tells him, how his artwork inspired the video campaigns and, you know. So he was telling me, because I asked him, I said, what was it like working with Gary Gygax? What was it like working with that crew back in the 80s and stuff, you know? And he said, you know, it was pretty wild because at the time, nobody was paying artists the way TSR was paying artists. And, you know, of course, I, yeah, I, what do you mean by that? You know? I watched a documentary about that. Like he said, he, he got hired in, and he was in the 80s, like 45000 a year in the 80s. The, uh, what was that documentary? It was about the, uh, the TSR artists. And, like, like they hired one guy. And then he was like, hey, I know this other guy's really That's good. Larry Elmore. And then, yeah. And, they, and they, they're like, well, how much do I ask for pay? And he's like, okay, whatever you, you want, double it. <laughs> Tell them that's what you want. And it's just like, I mean, they're like, ah, that's not going to work. And then they come back, they're like, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, that's what he told me. He told me the same story. He's like, he, he said, I forget what the other guy's name is. Um, but he said he was like very awkward, very socially awkward. And, he, you know, they were friends. And he's like, just go in there and tell them this is how much you want. And then, like you said, and then double it, yeah. you know. And apparently he went in there, but he didn't. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was one of the guys. He's like, oh, I was too scared to do that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, this is how much I'm getting paid. And it was those. It was. It's the two most popular D and D artists. Keith Parkinson, uh, Larry Elmore, Clyde Caldwell. There was another guy, and there was a, yeah, there was a fourth guy. And he's he is just as amazing as Larry Elmore. I can't remember what his name was, but the. Uh, that stinks because he's awesome. He's like he's like one of the other main, like you said, prolific that artists. Documentaries on Netflix. I'll have to look at that. I didn't, I didn't know that, but it's it's really good. And it's just about the the TSR artists. Yeah, because that's what sold the game. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, no, people no see the artwork on the yep. cover, you know. Yep, absolutely. I always thought the art was way better than the, the rules. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I love looking at the art. Yeah. Yeah, the art. Yeah, the art was always amazing. Always amazing. I love, I love the art. But you know, it was. I think it was the game for me. The game because I was, uh, you know, I was getting babysat. I think I was like eight years old the first time I was exposed to it. It was like I was sold. Of course, I was already a nerd about uh, Greek mythology. You know, like all fantasy stuff. I was already nerded out on that. So that's why I like the art in here, man. I like the art and DCC because it just, it's raw. I, I just, it brings me back to when, like, your, your, your imagination just let it run wild. Maybe you must pay. This is DCC RPG and it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Monsters and shit. And dinosaurs and dragons and eyeballs. <laughs> eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, dude, the artwork is, man, I can't, that's all color and everything in it, too. That's awesome. Giant dragon. It's not even breathing fire. It's shooting fire out of its hand. See, and that, I mean, I know this is a little bit of a turn, but that's what I like about Palladium was just how bonkers Palladium could get. Yeah. That's what I like about that. Maybe not the rules so much, but... <laughs> Although I did like some. I like the way the spells work. I, really, I, I like, like combat. That. Combat. I like being able to dodge and parry. Yeah, but I didn't like the, the, the way you just get one dodge. It, I mean, that was your that was your set role, so it's like, well, I rolled a one, I'm going to die this round. <laughs> <coughs> well, it was, you know, because a, a turn is only you know mm-hmm. so many seconds, and a dodge is like leaping out yeah, of the way. It's like diving out of the way, right? So you're not going to leap out of the way like four or five times. You should be able to. I can. In reality, <laughs> I can. I know it's a game and it's very limiting, but in reality, I can do those kinds of things. <laughs> well, you're you're not a typical me. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> oh, look at that. I know. I like this. This so this like reminds these evil me of chaos uh, gods. Yeah, that reminds me of um, uh, Farford and Grey Mouser, especially this one with the three eyeballs over mm-hmm. the hand. Yeah, I just read the first book of that. 
Yeah. I'd never read it before, and then it was, I was just like, that's Fritz Lieber. Uh, Fritz Lieber. Lieber. Yeah. And I was like, this is, how am I just now reading this now? I have. Why did I read this? I, I was like know. a teenager. That's exactly the shit that I, I loved. Yeah. Yeah, the art is. I, I do like yes. this. I, I did order the, uh, the the DCC box set of of that like mod, but the uh, I haven't gotten it. Hmm. It still says my uh, on Black Friday, and it still says the order is processing. Probably sold out. <laughs> and they're just like, eh, we're just not going to tell them. Well, they're they're planning on printing more. Yeah, I will say uh, there's a lot of art in this DCC book that comes out of um, the Dungeon Master's Guide from the first edition. Yeah, they uh, they actually have talked about that. I love like this one too. The, oh uh, yeah, Peter Mullen. I love Peter Mullen's art because it's it just makes me think of like the 1970s. And like, I mean, he's wearing bell bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I, kind of like that, I, I get it. I get it from the hat. I get it from the hat and the cape is where I get the seven. <laughs> but um, let's see. I know what you're talking. Like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, with without that, and this scene is in the uh, Dungeon Master. Yeah. yeah. And then he is uh, in Feed Folio, I believe. Yeah, that's worse. I believe that was one of the, the demons and devils. Yeah. 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 yeah that's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, I recognize a lot of art when I was looking through that. But, uh, but yeah, so as for the warrior, though, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm not really sure yet until we dive in and use I mean, building them, I mean, it's just... Oh, I like how you wrote down the attack formula. Yeah, because it changes. I chose spear as my as my item of choice. And I think that's what has your luck modifiers in. I don't know. That's not that. I wrote it down. I think it does be like magnifier. It's something. Or, it's, or yeah, or it's some other class level or I can't remember the way it is. Uh, uh, Should be writing it through here, I think. Oh, first level words like modifier applies to tactiles with one specific kind of weapon. Yeah. No, and you do have it and you have a luck numbers. I do. I do. There's another thing about being, being good about doing it. What do you think about the uh, the animals that I came up with? I think it's fun. Instead of, because uh, it basically just removed humans. I think it's fun. Just change it to animals. I, I mean, because I, I honestly, I mean, so, you know, it, it, I do have an extra weapon in tusks, mm -hmm. right? But I honestly, um, from playing previous DCC games with you, where I actually had like a second attack or anything, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference in, you know, Game wise, I think I love. I like it for the flair, the fluff, the the imagery. Yeah, I, that's I like that. Cool, because because it's funny because I keep trying to compare the two characters that I'm playing because one's an elephant, the other the other's a squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> size difference. Yeah. But it, but I keep thinking that. But on the other hand, I think man, they're I just they're they're all they're humanish, you know. So the elephant just has a big head, and the squirrel just has a big fluffy tail. But they're like humans, you know, they're human sized. <laughs> what I was thinking with that with that was having different size animals being different size. You know, it'd be like halfling size ones, which would be small creatures, yep. and then dwarf size ones, which would be slightly larger creatures. You know, human size, and then like ogre size. Yeah, like an elephant would be like an ogre size. Right. Or a hippo or whatever. And then, um, and all that, I just got out of the TMNT and the strangers, and I just took, like, I just rolled <laughs> on the awesome. on the random table. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And then that's instead awesome. of like building stuff with the bio and all that, I just you know, so okay, the elephant has a prehensile trunk, tusks. Then we get prehensile trunk, tusks, and a uh, tough skin. And tough skin, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, like little little characteristic things. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want anything that was game breaking. Uh, just a little like flavor, more of like flavor. Flavor, and that's what I think. Like the tusk, that's not going to be a game breaker. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I think I'm because I've been trying to think about like, well, how can I use this? 
The only thing I've been thinking about is maybe using the mighty deed with the tusks because I'd be wanting to, you know, say disarm most of my opponents with my tusks before I attack or, you know, things like that. But with a spear, I mean, you're going to have farther reach with the spear. Well, there's no particular rules that say anything about reach when it comes to the spear. Oh, yeah. It seems like it's just a normal melee weapon, is what it strikes because it also does not state that it's two handed. No, it does not. So, and it does roughly the same amount of damage as a sword, so I figure hmm. it's going to be hand to hand melee combat with the spear regardless. Is the way I envision it. Oh yeah, I, know. <laughs> I got all my spells right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> blood, sweat, cannibal magic. Yeah, Cam- like, that is cannibal magic. Like mentalism. Oh yeah, mentalism. I forgot that was the other one that I got. Where you can cast it like uh, with basically as like ESP. Oh, so you just it's mental. You don't yeah. have to you know, say anything. Yeah. What's that say? Uh, which spell is it? Uh, detect magic. Oh, whimsical patron. What's that? Uh, I got to roll a d6, and that determines which die I roll to see what what uh, determines my action die for the spell. Ooh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh boy. I think it's uh, three, four, five, and six, or because three is the d20, and then four, four is the d24. No, yeah, is that the next one? D20, d24. Uh, yeah, and then and I think d30. I think that's five. No, no, no. I got that all mixed up. I don't know. It's in Mercurial Magic. Look it up if you're listening. Look it up. <laughs> Give us a call. Give us a call. Where is that? The dice chain. Yeah, D20, D24, D30. And I think it's, so I think that's one, two, that might be three, four, five, six. That might be what it is. I don't know. It's in, it's, there's a table for it. So you want to roll it up? Yeah, you want to roll Just like everything else. A little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, I, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be, what are you, what are you thinking about trying to get a game? Who knows? You know what you should do? Because, uh, I mean, it's obviously December and we're not going to be getting this, getting the weekend because everybody's going to be out shopping, doing stuff for their family or whatever. Yeah. You need to schedule it like the first or second week of January. Yeah. Because that will that will leave everybody like, oh, I can't wait to get this holidays over. We can play this game. Yeah, but then the other problem is, well, I can't work on Saturday. Well, I can't go on Sunday. And it's always something. Yeah, that's true. It is always something. I'm not going to disagree with that. Sucks being, it sucks adulting. Why can't everybody have the same schedule as me? You know, I, I, I don't think, well, no, my schedule does differ quite considerably from yours. Because I don't get out of work until six. And you, what, you get out at two? Uh, I only work from like two to six, six thirty. Depends on what day. Mondays and it's usually like 12 hour day. Oh, geez. Six thirty to six thirty. Tell me when they're hiring it, that you have to do a job at work. It's easy money. It's yeah, just aggravating. <laughs> drive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I could deal with aggravation. Like today I drove a new Raven Ohio. Good boy. Minster. It's over by the ending of order. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, oh there he goes again. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a spike. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, that's funny. Um, yeah, man, because we, we get, you get, because I, I get, I get, I get sixteen over at the railroad. Uh, no, I get eighteen. Yes, that's right. What is it, buddy? Did you find him? They tell you what's up. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm excited, man. You should, like I said, you should try to. Speaking of that, I want to run something by. You know what I'm going to say. You know, I'm going to say, go for it. I say, fuck yeah. Do it, man. Do it. All right. So, this is the latest incarnation of my idea for a campaign world. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, 
still keeping with the mutant animals. The mutant animals rule the surface. Uh, humans do exist, but they live in vast bunkers deep within the earth. Um, but some humans venture to the surface, but they're all different types. There's ones that are xenophobic and hate, you know, all, all, what happened to the planet and all these mutant freaks. <laughs> and other ones are like, oh, it's a brave new world. I just want to be a part of it. Is you this know? a tree? Yeah. <laughs> is this a bird? <laughs> um, but the world as we know it now, this would be like thousands of years in the future. Okay. All right. Uh, continents moved. Yeah, found, there's no nations anymore. Everything's there's nothing. Just yet. Um, so I was gonna have get just not use elves and dwarves at all. And in their place, since animals have basically taken over for humans, have humans take over for elves and dwarves. So humans wouldn't be necessarily like. Humans, you know, they'd be super like elves. Elves get mythical armor at level one, you know, just because. Because they're elves. They're awesome. Yeah. They're awesome. And they get like spells and things. Yeah. Okay. So going with mutant crawl classics, an idea from that. Um, instead of mythical armor, he gets like a force speed. Oh, because we're talking like way with him. Yeah, yeah, super high technology, yeah. you know, from living in this underground bunker for a thousand years. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and then, you know, they might have, because just like an elf has, uh, starts off with patron bond. He'd have patron bond, but to an artificial intelligence uh, from the mutant crawl classics. But you, oh, guys, okay. you guys faced one in uh, the first adventure, Hive of the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that, the, uh, that thing that was talking to us. Yeah. 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 The, the big view screen. <laughs> yeah. That took control of the ants. Yeah. Um, yeah. In Mutant Crawl Classics, they don't have patrons like DCC. Uh, they have uh, artificial intelligences that are basically have power of gods. Okay. And so you bond with this AI that gives you powers, but they're like, you know, beating down you from a satellite or something, but but you're just a you know an idiot and had no idea what it's magic. To you it's magic. Yeah, you can't explain it. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be basically like that. Wars would be like humans who have adapted to life underground and they can send instead of smell of golden gems, they'd be able to like sense radiation or electricity or something oh, okay. like that. Okay. You know? Yeah. Something that would be more in line with their ultra Underground. Underground. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And, but, I still want to keep gods and patrons and all that in DCC. Okay. So I was just mush them all together. Yeah. Kind of like riffs. Yeah. Smush it all Mush it all together. Um, because it's only the humans that are dealing with the AIs. Whereas, whereas the surface dwellers would be that might even be more of like an NPC kind of deal. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, you you have to find this old seer who's just some human that's lived for like five hundred <laughs> years on a mountaintop. It has satellite beam shit down there. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first like region I wanted to explore was like because uh, on Fridays I drive a lot in Talking Hills. I go down to uh, uh, Logan and. Red Town. You ever been to Red Town? Never heard of it. There's a population of about five people. Wow. Yeah. One of those people is actually a pickup truck, and it's got a pine tree growing out the bed because it's been sitting in one spot for like 30 years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Red Town's cool. <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only I could be in but fucking Red Town. Man. I was just looking. Oh, and there's one that. There's one town that has the oldest boxing gym in the United States. It was founded in 1936. No shit. Yeah. The oldest still in still in use. Still in yeah. use boxing gym. Yeah. And the uh, I didn't look it up, and it's true. It really is. Hmm. But the I can't remember what that's called. Because sometimes I have to deliver like mats to this bank there. Um, but it's like all these hills and nooks and towers and hockey nails. Yeah, I was like, this is all these mines. Oh, yeah, shafts. Oh, mines yeah. and shafts. Oh, yeah. 
rocks, oh, yeah. caves, yeah. overhangs, overhangs, weird bridges. Yeah. Crazy wildlife, yeah. nooks and crannies that Why you know, to this day probably have never been explored. I would doubt the sun probably hasn't seen some of it for a yeah. long time either. And then, and then, in the midst of all that, there's like these picturesque, like postcard views of like farms on sides of a mountain and stuff. It's just amazing. It's like this is the perfect. This would be a perfect game set. Yeah, because you have you have little bits of civilization. And then you have this, this big dark woods, yeah, and the mountains. And at nighttime, you don't want to be out there by yourself because <laughs> it's pitch black, man. Yeah, there's like no edge of light. I mean, if you want to be somewhere where you know it's dark, go, go go where there's no city, go where there's no street lights. It's dark. It's effing dark. Yeah. Why? Well, you know, I went out. I was went to school out there for a while. Yeah. For, yeah. for over a year. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I. I Man, I've marched through a lot of that place. I we used to ride my mountain bikes up and down in the Mills Beach. Some of those roads are just scary to drive on. Well, when you're in a big ass truck like I drive, it's it, every time you take a turn, you think you're gonna like roll over. <laughs> it's like, oh god, <laughs> slow down. I'm not doing 35, but I'm taking a little roll. Now the wind's blowing. <laughs> so I was thinking that. Now, I mean, yeah, that'd be fun. The thing with that is, there's already a DCC setting called Shutter Mountains that's based on Appalachia. But from what I've read about it, it's written by a dude. And I don't know if it's true. Uh, this is just gossip. Just gossip. Just a little hearsay from yours truly. <laughs> that the dude who wrote it, wrote it based on a series of novels that he read about Appalachia. Not that he's actually from anywhere near. I got you. I don't know where he's from. Maybe he lives there from there. Right. But I read a thing where that he was talking about and said it was based on these novels. And some of the stuff just didn't really strike me as being too Appalachian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was more like a like something Easterner would think of Appalachian. Like watching Deliverance one too many times? Yeah. Uh, and the setting's awesome. I'm not, yeah. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. But the, uh, there's just some things that are off on. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking I could just make it more to, in a style that more represents what I know. Mm -hmm. and, or what we know. Mm -hmm. Based on our location and where we've been. Right. And our experience. And our experiences, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I could, you know, I, just at, on that point, you know. And I have family that, Working cold. Well, I was going to say, yeah. on that point, like, there, there's something already out there that's very similar based off of these novels, which are made, you know, written in this idea of Appalachia. You know, <clears throat> that, that's, you know, you don't, don't hesitate because if you've got the idea, you know, how, how many, how many stories have been written or how many movies have been made where you have, you know, the hero, he makes a journey, he has a conflict, resolves the conflict, and gets the girl. How, how many how many movies do you think are So that's what we're dealing with. How how many how many things are just J.R. Tolkien yeah. came up with the Hobbit? How many things are basically the Hobbit? Right. Just a little different. Right. Or or elves, you know, I mean every elf is the same. You know? <laughs> how many how many fantasy settings does he <laughs> does D have? Yes. Well, you know, I, think they, I think they finally got I think they Lance. It's all basically the same thing. You want to hear something funny? I uh I so I was, I was reading through my Facebook uh, post the other day and uh there was an article and the headline was something to the effect of, you know, can you believe that Forgotten Realms was not originally a Dungeons and Dragons set? What? I'm like, oh boy, do I feel old. <laughs> I think the only one that was original was, was Greyhawk, wasn't it? Because yeah, exactly. was, was novels first. Yep. Greyhawk was uh, Gary Gygax's, uh and baby. And Blackmore, but Blackmore was never really published. Well, I think because they kicked Dave Artisan out of the company. Well, wasn't Blackmore that was... Um, I think that was more, uh, gosh, what was that? More of a game than a uh, world? Was it? 
Because I thought it was like a rule setting. Maybe it was just a world setting for tabletops. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was Arneson's campaign world that he came up with. Might, it might have been. I thought it was. But then it just never. It just like was really published. See, I thought Blackmore because I swear I saw uh, Blackmore figs at uh, the Soldier years and years and years and years and years ago. Um, going back, yeah. The uh, I wanted to include Cole. Cole's a huge part of the hills, man. Coal mining, coal everything, and. Not I don't want to make a steampunk, mm-hmm. you know, because I think that's been done by people much smarter and better at it than I could ever be, and I don't I don't think that would really go with the the Appalachian mindset, right? Right. Man, I like coal. I like that. Man, I like steam too. Steam, but not crazy steam. Not, not, not airship, not steampunk, not, no, but just... Bionic arms and crap. Right. But but still, like, I mean, just a heat, you got, you got a hot, you got cold, you want, I mean, you're going to but, yeah. Not, 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 not talking steampunk. And what, what's, what, what's an easier way to bust into a dungeon on accident? At a coal mine. Yeah. Or bust into one of these human... Underground, underground bunkers. bunkers. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, so I just real quick, um, Blackmore campaign setting, fantasy role playing game campaign setting, generally associated with the game Dungeons and Dragons. It, it originated in the early seventies as the personal setting of Dungeons and Dragons. It was published uh, uh, by TSR and Zeitgeist Games. Zeitgeist Games. And apparently, for the original D&D, D20, D&D, uh, 4th edition. Wow, man. <laughs> so, shows how much we paid attention to 4th edition. Well, how long did 4th edition hang around? For like two years, three years? Was like five. Is that one? Mm-hmm. Why did that one? Well, we did play that one campaign. It was fun. I like, I like 4th edition. I did. I, I, I had, had fun a, playing it. I like some of the character concepts that, that they had. I just didn't feel like it was a role playing game. It's it's a tactical game. Yeah, it was, a, it was a tactical skirmish game. I think. I think. Like what, battle tech. I just wonder if they were just trying to figure out a way, like, and, and they still haven't figured it out, but how to keep combat from you know basically being the entire game. Like every, you know, you but show that's what fourth edition was was combat. But I think I think they were trying to make it like more streamlined in fourth edition, mm-hmm. like making combat streamlined is what I think. They I don't know. I don't know. That's what I. That's that's my takeaway from it. Because I understand what you're saying. Because like I like I said, I mean, and it, and it's the same problem with a lot of role playing games, except for that. Except with is that combat? <laughs> <laughs> is that combat just eats up a lot of the game? It does. You it's know, the ones that take combat takes forever. It takes forever in every game. It does take forever. For me, combat is the most boring part. Of role playing session. But I'm also the person that I hate, like, like getting really into the role play aspect. Right. Like, it just, I don't know, it annoys the shit out of me. When people get really into it, like when they start using, like, weird, squeaky voices, accents, or come to the game session wearing robes and elf ears and stuff. So, I I like that. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, but basically, I hate role playing games. <laughs> <laughs> I I do I do appreciate somebody though who can get into their character, but not, yeah. not obnoxiously so. Yeah, I you think know. that's I think that I was going extreme. Yeah, yeah. but the uh, I, I don't mind accents. I mean, you know, no, I, it, it adds it adds I, I, fun to it. I encourage Chuck. I don't like people who play the same character every single game. Man. Even if it's a different character, like, you know, one side, one game you could be playing an elf, and then the next game you could be playing an elephant parsnip farmer, and, but you play it exactly the same. Yeah. Has the exact same name or, like, I mean, we have the same personality. We used to know a guy that every, every game, no matter what genre it was, he'd always play an elf, 
and his name always had something to do with Raven. Who was that? It's Rex. Oh yeah. There's always Raven like Dark Stone, a Raven I totally black forgot about face. That. Yeah. Well, that sounded terrible. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> That was Rex, not me. But yeah, as we say, that's a Rex name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally forgot about that. No, that I agree with. I can agree with you on that. But Raven no, Thornbow. I should say with Chuck, he uh, this might sound a little strange, but there for a while he was trying to speak with a British accent in the house. Why? For like an extended, like like a, just walking like around, an, like an awkwardly extended amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just walk. Hey, hello, all right. You know, and it's like, and I'm like, you know, Chuck, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of giving me yeah, the genius over here. Man. <laughs> and he's like, hey, what was that, mate? You know, cheerio, pep, pep, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, look, man, I'm, uh, hey, man, accent away. I'm just letting you know, I feel a little awkward with you speaking like this. But, and then I, Added this little addendum to it. I said, but, you know, because you know, he kind of hinted at, you know, trying to practice it more. And I was like, but if you do want to you know, do that, why don't you do it when we're playing a role play game? Why don't you do it when you're playing a character? You know? I, you know, I played, I played with Chuck a bunch of times. We used to play D&D, AD&D back in the day. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, remember doing any accents or anything. But I, I don't think I remember really doing any accents either. I've tried when I'm uh, when I'm running the game. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, I try to put on a little more effeminate voice when I'm a female NPC, or I try to, yeah. you know, or I, or if I want them to like like the character that I, the NPC that I play is your brother. I was trying to because he's he's supposed to be overweight, you know. So I would try to. Your uh, uh, dragon. Uh, oh, in Savage Worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My, my awful brother that yeah, that, yeah. that nobody <laughs> likes, that I hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, because he's, he's supposed to be obese, so that's why I always put that, the heavy breathing. Oh, I didn't get that he was obese. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, different things like that. And I, I even, um, like, some of the uh, villains that I've put you guys up against in Savage Worlds, some of the notes, like, on the backs of it, I, I always try to put, like, a trait that I can, like, almost act out, like, maybe speak it out, or, you know, like, just some odd trait, so that if I ever try to put a disguise on them, I'll always have that trait to fall back on, so that I'm not, like, uh, actually trying to hide something from them. Uh-huh. So, that, you know, I always... I mind you, I'm, I'm not very successful at doing what I want to do, but those are those are little things that I that I try to do. Because you know that little index box, index yeah, box yeah. that I have. So every villain that I consider to be like a villain, or no, even, when, you, when you busted that out the first time, I was like, I need to make that. <laughs> like, that's the greatest idea ever. Yeah, I, and I try to, you know, NPCs, heroes, villains, I just try to keep them all. No, that way, if I need them, they're right there. See, I'm a, just a disorganized mess. Well, no, no, because like you said, I mean earlier, you were talking about that episodic. So there's not really always going to be one overarching. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. mean? Yeah, because so, it's played so infrequently, everybody forgets. And that's exactly, and that is that is one of the big big problems that we have. Because I remember when. Uh, Josh finally came back to play one time, and I'm like, "Dude, would you use those spells that I gave you?" What spells? The last time you played, I specifically gave you a spell book. Da 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 da. da. I was like, "You did? <laughs> I don't know why you don't write this stuff down." That's dude. That's one thing that bothers me more than anything else. I mean, you I do mention that. Before. Yeah, I, that is something I have talked about before. Why don't you just write it down? I mean, it is a piece of treasure. Oh, I'll remember. Like, no, you won't. Like, you haven't played for a year. How do you not remember? <laughs> you don't remember what happened last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Even, even when we, we were able, when we were young, and we played play like every other day or yeah. days straight. And yeah. it's like, just, just take notes. It yeah. takes once. You even have paper. 
paper. Yeah, you have paper, pen, pen. Just, Everybody had paper. Writing it right pencil. down. Yeah. And it's like when when I do when when someone does take notes and they like write on the back of character sheet or something, hand it to me. It'll say like like talk to guy, one eye, short sword, magic wand. Question mark. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if you ever played that. <laughs> Talk to Balfagor. <laughs> and then it's like, like three years later, like, oh, this was something about Balfagor. I mean, talk to Balfagor. I'm like, Dude, does he have the magic sword? You, you killed him like eight sessions ago. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yes, I got a. I don't know. If, I don't know if you played. I don't know if you played D when I did this. I tend to do this and then. Uh, Ed made fun of it, and then he started doing it. But I had an adventure journal, and I gave out, I handed out extra experience points for whoever wanted to do the journal. I remember Ed doing that. Yeah, he copied off of me. He made fun of me and then copied off me. Yeah, he was and very he, insistent about that. That was right around the time when I stopped playing because I just I wasn't into D&D. Yeah. And bad things happened, and I was just like, you know what, fuck this. I'm done. But that journal... It's exactly like what you just said. Balfour, question mark, magic sword. <laughs> we went south. No, we went north. You know, it's like, like Chris Hoy wrote in it. It was like, what are you? You know, because I specifically. What were you playing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I specifically, you know, you know, at, at the beginning of every game session, I explained to them what the journal was for. I was like, look, all this is is just to kind of keep record of you know, what, what you guys have done just in general over, over that, this gaming session. That's all it's for. Just take some, you know, try to take the best notes that you can so that when we come back to game again, somebody can open it up and say, Oh, okay. This is what happened last time. And, and just something simple. You don't have to write every exact specific thing that happens to you throughout the night because you're just going to fill up the whole book. Just, just in general. In, in, I give and I always gave out extra experience points for whoever was doing the journal that night, yeah. and um, so I'd always mention that at the beginning of every game. And of course, Chris Hoy, oh, you don't want me to do this? I'll go ahead and do that. <laughs> so it's like there's like five pages of I swung my sword, so and so swung their sword and missed, so and so swung their axe and hit so you know and hit this guy, but he didn't die. He did some damage. All pointless bullshit that just has nothing to do with it. had nothing to do with anything. Like, like missed the point entirely. Dude, I, I explained this to you. You know? I was like, well, how many experience points do I get? I was like, really? I shouldn't give you any. <laughs> but I wrote all this down. I was like, but all you did was you wrote down everything that happened in combat. Who cares? Yeah. Yes. I mean, you could have just said, I survived, and that would have been good enough. You didn't have to write all this stuff out. I was just, I was kind of miffed about that, but, uh, and as usual, every campaign, you know how it goes. (laughs) 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 They all kind of burn out. That's why, you know, whenever I play a character, man, I just try to, I just try to play it to the fullest. Anymore, I mean, even 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 back in the day, it's like I always try to play to the fullest because you never know when you're going to get a chance to play that character again, you know. Because we, like I said, oh, we yeah. just never seem to get to be able to get together to do that. Just go balls to the wall, man. Yeah, that's what I try to do with the dragon in Savage Worlds. Yeah, because it's like I want to be a dragon. I mean, I'm a what a dragon? Is that what a draken? Draken? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And my goal is to become a full one. Full size dragon. I mean, honestly, we're probably what twenty five game sessions. <laughs> no, well, actually, we shouldn't be. I, well, I mean, dude, that is yeah, that yeah. is our longest running campaign. That's probably the longest running campaign I've ever been in. Yeah, because that started when I was what year four into living in London, yeah. and I lived there for ten years. That's been uh, that's six. That's eight. That's, that's, that's almost a decade. That we've been we need to get back to that. Try to because my vision for that character is that this dude wants to be a dragon. Well, what are dragons? Dragons are full of themselves. You know, yeah, they're they're badass, super powerful. Think they're smarter than everybody else. Can't touch this. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> awesome. So he's an egotistical asshole. Yeah, and. 
thinks everybody should bow before him because he's got to be a dragon, even though he's not a dragon yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not quite, but I'm a dragon. I got wings. <laughs> and I think you're, do you have, do you have your breath weapon yet? I don't think I have breath weapon. I think that's and my next level up is the, uh, yeah. the, the breath uh, fire weapon. Yeah, I know it's a little ways down the Because down the, down I had to get the wings, the tail. The certain attributes. Yeah, to increase my attributes. Yeah. And something else. Dragon fear. I can still fear another, another fear. Oh, I think you did that. Yeah, I can do that. Was. Yeah. <laughs> so gave her a heart, like, didn't I give her a heart attack or something? I was like, don't go, don't, oh, yeah, I'm going to do an area yeah. effect. Don't come here. And she's like, I'm going in there. I'm, I'm going to go in there. Okay, roll. Uh, roll for fear. And it's like, heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think she died, but yeah, I do, I do think she had the heart attack, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, no! <laughs> I, I warned you. Yeah, yeah and I'm the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, might, that, might have, that might have scared them off. Of <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Adam was telling me that Emily really, really enjoyed playing. It's like, she really enjoyed playing. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like busting out the minis. Man, it's always fun. And I'm, I, you know, and I like, like we're talking about with combat before too. Uh, that's one of the things that I'm trying to really curb the amount of combat that we have. Because when I have combat, you know me, I throw like 400 things at you guys. All yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm well away. And I just try to, that's why I keep telling myself one combat per day. Like, let's just, <laughs> like Mike is this, are you done? <laughs> the thing is though, most of those combats in Savage Worlds, even so some of them kind of become a slog. Yeah. Where it's just like, roll, miss, roll, miss, right. roll, miss. Right, right. The, uh, the memorable. Yeah. You know? They when you do hit, it's usually something spectacular. It's nuts. I still, like you said, memorable, I will still never forget how you destroyed my ultimate orc at the end of that one adventure because it was like the three bands of orcs you guys met on the uh, glacier and uh, each one of them you had to deal with in a certain way and you guys just nailed it one after the other after the other and that third group was when they challenged you guys to like a duel of champions mm-hmm. you stepped up you had your halberd yeah my magic halberd yeah and you stepped up there and you know and, and the whole idea was is that all the all the tribes were united under this one battle because you guys had you know worked out whatever with the first tribe worked out whatever with the second tribe the third tribe was just a wild bunch so that's why they wanted to fight there's no way around other than fighting. And when it happened, it was like, all right, you know, you want the initiative? You're like, yeah, I'm going to run at him with my axe and, and jump and you roll and you got like a 36. <laughs> <laughs> all, you, all you needed was like, like an eight. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, you just tell me how to fucking die. <laughs> like, I didn't even get a chance to roll the hit, man. It's like, yeah, well, Because in my mind, what I always picture is you just come clean across with that halberd, and just his head is just spinning off. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I pictured. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this. No, that was a good one. That was, yeah, you're right. It, a lot of them are memorable. A lot of them. Even the ones where I almost kill Ed's character. You got all those kills. I still owe him for killing my character. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I still haven't forgotten it. I'm still salty about it. Still a little bitter, huh? And I, uh, okay. Yeah, sorry. He tells me to make a fucking character. Oh, I'm, I'm fired up now. He gives, gives me the book and, you know, like... I didn't have the player's guide. I didn't own it because I didn't really talk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm using his as, like, you know, an hour before we're going to play. Yep. So I'm like, okay, uh, what's this uh, proficiencies? Oh, don't worry about that. Okay. What about what's, what, just, just weapon proficiencies and non-weapon proficiencies? What about skills? No, we're not doing the skills. You're okay. ready for combat, what's, Tim. What's, uh, <laughs> what, what are we what are, you know, like, yeah, you could be like a, be a fighter, uh, a fighter wizard or whatever. 
And I'm like, well, I don't want to be a fire, be a fighter wizard. I'm like, okay, I'm a fighter wizard. And then, okay, so I'm a fighter wizard, right? Oh, 46 and, you know, get to take out the lowest one. Oh, for stat, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I've always had, made you do comeliness. I never remember. And I'm like, one, that sounds awful, and two, why? Right. You know? That's right. Right. Either I'm good looking or I'm not. Like, this yeah, is just the end of it. I, I just want to be a badass fighter, dude. Right. Like Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. I don't need to be pretty. Yeah, but now <laughs> I'm, I'm not Conan the Barbarian. I'm some pretty fighter <laughs> wizard guy. I'm a pretty boy with a crew cut. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, okay. So every, everybody gets together. Uh, except for me, because I'm somewhere else in the city. Okay. We're way far away from everyone else who's been, already been playing, like, you know, they're all like third and fourth level. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And a little fourth, first level guy. So he's like, okay, you're in the city and you see two, two huge, gigantic, you know, hundred foot tall gods about to fight. And I'm like, okay. Well, and like, oh, and then he goes to the other people. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, uh, we're just going to leave and get away from here. And he's like, okay, what are you going to do, Tim? And I'm like, I guess I'm going to leave. Like, well, he's like, well, you can't because there's this big crowd and they're pushing, they're surging forward, yeah, yeah, going towards this big giant fight. And I'm like, why would a crowd be running? Yeah, and and then and then okay. then, okay. then like the two gods, their their swords hit or something like that, and it causes a nuclear explosion, and I'm dead. That's it. That was that was it. Go home, Jim. Ten fucking minutes into that, I'm like, wait, I'm seriously? He goes, well, you, you died, and I'm like. What the fuck just happened? So I was just like, okay, wow. bye. <laughs> I just let my wall, I went home. Wow. It was, like, what was the point of that? Yeah. Why even waste my time? Yeah. Yeah, why waste my time? Wow. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. And I'm I'm still, I, know, like, I, know, I know Ed's made some bizarre decisions to be the DM. I've, I've played in plenty of games where he, he ran it. I've played other games with him. Which were great. Yeah. Like when we did that uh, second edition game, which, what, last year or whatever. Oh, his evil one? Yeah, we were doing good deeds, but we're evil guys. Yeah, that one session or whatever. Yeah. And I had fun doing that. I had a Duergar merchant. Yeah. Yep. And it was like all I was trying to do was just try to make some money money and try to send some money back home, you know? Get some business going yeah. on the surface. Yep. Yeah. And I'm a, and I'm a, like a beast rider. I decided yeah. on like a big lizard, like a cave lizard. That, that was fun. Yeah. Eddie can do a good campaign if he wants to. Yeah. But just that one particular time, oh man, that was, that was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You know, I, speaking of him doing a good, do you remember when we played, uh, the Beyond the Supernatural adventure that he ran? It was the one with the, uh, werewolves. I do. Yeah, that, that, was, a, that was a really good yeah, one. That, that was cool. That was good too. Job. Yeah, that was fun too. He was even, really impressed. He even, uh, didn't he run that at a convention? Yeah. 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 yeah he ran two of two. Like he ran that uh, werewolf one and, and something else he said he ran. Yeah. yeah that was that was fun. I, I really enjoyed that. And, and he, that was Palladium too. And he did the smart thing. Yeah, it was Palladium. So yeah. it was like, whoa. Yeah, we yeah. had pre-gen care. That was a smart thing. Uh-huh. And he, he said that was uh, the other thing when he was at that convention. He had them all pre-gen because he was saying that uh, there was another table nearby him that was doing riffs, but the guy who was running the riffs game had everybody show up and make characters. So that took up his entire four-hour block. That's, yep. that's, that's stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't have thought a way ahead well, on that one. Making the characters half the fun. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> not in Palladium. If you've ever played Riffs, it is <laughs> not fun to make a character. <laughs> that's like the worst part. You can't wait till that's over. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, he was telling me. I was like, you got to be kidding. He said. He said, guys showed up, started making characters, and then left. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he said he said his uh, his uh, he did he his was pretty successful with new angles. That's awesome. That's something I wanted. I need to do that. I can sign up and run a convention game. But now with me working he's this railroad job, I don't know. I don't know. I I I'm kind of excited to see what the first bonus checks going to be like. That could be something in the set in in the setting. Railroad. I bet you. 
I'm not like you know superpower railroad, uh, but like one of those early yeah old like, like a locomotive. Yeah, it goes yeah. like five miles an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been I've been I've been uh, brainstorming for a while after listening to uh, City of New Orleans song. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like, every time I hear that, I'm like, man, I could make this into an awesome adventure. I, I got ideas like because I mean you can you can do you can either run it as you're born, you're on the train and you're going car to car and it's an adventure mm-hmm. or you're on the train and every, you know, like lyric is part of the adventure. Like the train stops, you get out, there's an adventure you got to get back on next, next refrain. Yeah, you know there's, yeah, there's so much you can do with a train. Yeah. You could rob a train, rob a train. You could stop a rob, uh, stop people from robbing a train. You could, uh, murder on the Orient Express. Oh, there you go. Murder mystery. Murder mystery. Train. Um, so just surviving by being, uh, what they call the, a stowaway. Yeah. Hiding on the Hobos. top. Hiding on the hobo. Yeah. Get a free ride. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now, oh yeah. When I hear that song, you know, I'm telling you, man, I'm like, oh, where's my nose? Like, I got so many ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I even use that as a way to like core your messages to and from different towns to like, you know, if you were hired by somebody to go to this place. Send a message on the railroad back yep. home that you did whatever. Yeah, man. It might be a little faster than the Pony Express. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of Pony Express, with your game world, your, your campaign oh, world, right? This now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could put trade in there. Uh, <clears throat> do you have any. Again, I don't know how DCC, if they don't worry about this kind of stuff, uh, animals. Because if everything's mutated on the top, I. Up, I'm just I even have a note. Uplifted animals have their counterparts replaced with fantasy types, i.e., because mutant bears are a thing, wild bears are replaced with owl bears. Okay. Yeah, right. Stuff like that. Okay. That's just an example. I mean, I mean, I'm just, I was curious if you had thought that out yet. One thing I, I did want to get away from was birds. For some reason, I really just don't like characters able to fly in games. <laughs> Other than me and Savage Worlds. And it's not as bad as you think. It's just, it, I feel like it makes things too easy. But then again, if you're underground there, you're really not going to be flying. Yeah. yeah. I did have, I did make pre-gens, like the pre-gen of your, of your squirrel parsnip farmer and the elephant baker. There are birds in that stack of... Oh, are Yeah. They just don't have flight. No. But maybe they do. Uh, did you get maybe glide? Why? That's what it was. Glide, I can see. Because I want them to have hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. The, uh, and I think, yeah, I think they, they were able to glide. I think it was a crow, maybe an owl. I, I know, um, uh, 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 what is it? The, uh, is it the Raven team in Team and Team Other Strangeness? Only sparrows. The sparrows, because only yeah. one of them has glide and it cannot fly. I need to do this, I don't know. Yeah, but ever. Yeah, one know. of them has glide. It doesn't have. Oh. It doesn't have the ability to flight. Interesting. Yeah. He's the nerd that the other ones make fun of. Or he's the or he's the big bulky one. I got to do. locomotives. I like that. Because that's that's kind of one of the things like Ebron had with the uh, idea of the. Um, Elementals on the trains. I have never yeah. looked at Eberron, but everything I've heard about it sounded cool. Yeah. I mean, I've read a whole lot about it, but like you said, what, what you heard about it is kind of the same thing. Because yeah. it was like Elemental Magic ran the, ran the trains, and it was like, I don't know, I thought it was kind of neat, just the idea of it. I'm, I'm surprised they dropped it along that line. Yeah, I thought that was very popular. I thought it was too. I thought it was going to be the new Forgotten Realms, to be honest with you. So that's what another thing I want to do is I I want to keep magic uh, weird and magical. That's why that's why I want to stick with the cult. Yeah, you know I don't I don't want magical sources of energy. You know, steam locomotives powered by coal taken yeah. from the ground by these poor miners and you know <laughs> people in the hills. Yep, yep. Oh, I like that. I like that idea. Moonshiners. You, you know what else you could do is maybe the train, and it's just an idea, maybe the train is actually uh, human technology and it goes underground. Like, like, because if you're going to do Appalachia, like the rail, yeah, would go tunnels. 
And like that might be another entrance into the underground. I mean, I don't know. I just kind of throwing just ideas. Just ideas. Could be. We'll make sure we save this and get you a copy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah, and the train would be a way of moving all these resources from the mountains to to another to another city or bunk, something bunker even. Well, no, this oh. would be all animal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking humans again. No, the humans are the humans are non factors. Fuck humans, yeah. man. Pieces of shit. <laughs> but unless they're selling this stuff to humans for whatever nefarious purposes the humans have. Yeah. 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 I mean that could be a whole Why do whole subplot? Why do the, why does this little bunker of twelve humans need all this iron ore and coal and timber? And how and how were they able to Enslave the the mutant animals to get them that those supplies and stuff. Or trick. I mean, just subplots. You know. Subplot on of, subplot on subplot. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's take a break. That's what I was going to say. So.